Welcome to the AMD Tech Talk podcast. We are a bunch of friends who meet from time to time to have sizzling conversations about tech and world innovation. If you like what we do, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AMD Tech Talk. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Google Podcasts. Catch ya. So yesterday, my good friend Joy was telling me that he, he had noticed something. Um, whenever Apple is making a new iPhone announcement, if it's an even number, the wallpaper is displayed on the box. But if it's an odd number, it's the back camera is ever displayed. I had never taken notice of that myself. Yeah, yeah. like I had also you, never You, you can't fault me, I'm not an Apple whatever. Wow, why, why? Relax, relax. It's not a fight. <laughs> anyway, welcome to another episode of the AFD Tech Talk podcast. As usual, my name is Kwame Arthur. I'm your host, and I'm here with Salam. So today, I think we are going to dial up the net volume a little bit, but stay with us. We are AFD Tech Talk for a reason. Everything is going to be simple as zeros and ones by the time we are done with the discussion. Information we are saying, oh no, 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 So today, two things, two very simple things. We are going to talk about the NVIDIA GTC 21 Summit and then Windows 11. You know, it is finally out yeah, for the public to download. We have downloaded it. We've been trying it for some time. We have some thoughts about it and we just want to share and at the end of the day answer a very simple question whether you should stay with your windows 10 or you should update to the newest version of windows that microsoft has to offer all right so let's get straight into it nvidia what happened salam talk to us okay nvidia uh i happened to catch this today because I'm an avid gamer and so I obviously follow the whole NVIDIA AMD train and after what I saw today I saw less of NVIDIA's actual involvement in you know graphics card and consumer um, consumer like gaming cards and stuff and I was able to conclude that NVIDIA is more of like a neural net company with gaming cards as a side hustle like AMD has nothing on them in that department like not at all so they had this gcc conference today with as you are the ceo jensen Huang came in his biker jacket and leather whatever glasses from behind his kitchen counter talking about nvidia's new advancements and i the production quality was quite top-notch with uh, visual effects and all kinds of rendering taking place as that is what you'd expect from a company like this so let's get straight to the point there were a lot of words that were throwing around like quantum and the most advanced and the most powerful and computing and ray tracing and neural networks. I heard so many of those words that I became exhausted. But the one thing which stood out for me oh was something which NVIDIA called the Omniverse. Now, I'm beginning to get irritated with every... Don't tell me, don't tell me it is like the Metaverse. Don't tell I don't me know who like copied whose homework. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit oh, irritated boy. by all these companies trying to give us a shared universe. Now we have the MCU, we have the DCEU, we have the uh, 
Warner Brothers also wants to build a monster verse <laughs> and all that. Now we have the metaverse, and then can we can we just like stop creating our own universes and venture out into space? You know, <laughs> well, Jeff Bezos and Mr. Musk are already on that train. I don't know what this is are, are, are already on it. Yeah, so, I don't know what the so obsession yeah. with creating digital worlds came from, but. I'm, I'm seeing, as we said in the previous episode, it's going to have a lot of very good and useful applications. Now, NVIDIA's version of yeah. a digital universe, which what they call the Omniverse, is going to be something focused and geared towards industry collaborators, people in the neural network, the computing, the scientists and researchers who will be collaborating to co together on projects. And they also demoed a version of their AI called I Am AI which was quite impressive with the things they were able to do with it. In fun fact, was that the entire keynote, the music which was used for the entire keynote was composed by NVIDIA's AI, was composed by NVIDIA's AI and performed by an orchestra. Wow, that's, 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 that's that is something. something. I'm that's something. And I guess you needed, you needed to be told before you realized that it wasn't a human that composed. Yeah, you needed like, to be told, like, 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 this is like, wow, mind blowing. Skynet is much closer than we think it is. <laughs> Skynet is here. Now, let's guess. Yeah, let's get straight to the AI. So Jensen Wan or Omniman, as I now call him, demoed this in NVIDIA's Omniverse. They have a voice algorithm or voice engine called Riva. And in conjunction with their AI, which is powered by an engine called Magazine or the Magazine Toolkit, they were able to digitize a toy or a 3D version of Jensen Wan and they use the river technology to synthesize in voice based on uh, samples they've taken on him. So they, they they train the voice based on Jensen One in many ways, text-to-speech, translation to different languages and whatnot. So the, the digital sound stand-in looks and sounds like the real like person. Do you get it? Except for maybe the animations which are quite like I jerky do. and unnatural and a little bit of Uncanny Valley, which you'd uh, expect to be there i think the technology is just getting there and this was a demo my, mind you so i'm expecting that by the time the alpha builds are ready for deployments this would have been far far more advanced and also in the years to come increases in computing power expanding neural networks are also going to contribute to this becoming top-notch technology and very very something very, very impressive and futuristic to look at and use as I said earlier on, I don't think this was a con consumer. This I don't think this is targeted co towards consumers. It's targeted towards uh, in yeah. This is more of B two B, right? Towards industry um, stalwarts because they announced a few other things like the Tensor AI network and all that, which they were using, which is actually employed by a lot of companies like NASA, Uber, and all that. Uh, apparently, Nvidia's tech is everywhere, like much more widespread than we think it is. So it's quite interesting to to note I all see. these things down today. Like I said, they are, they are making lots of strides in that space and it looks like the gaming graphics cards which they've been producing for computers and laptops are just a side hustle for them. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, given that companies seem to be gearing towards um, making their own SOCs, whether you think it has any impact for NVIDIA, but I think you have already answered that. Anyway, I think another thing that also happened today was that our very own um, Neo Sai Osai Dade, the co-founder and director of software yeah. engineering at CIST, um, 
was one of the speakers. Um, he spoke about how startups are leading AI transformation in Africa. Do you have any summary of what he said to share uh, with us? Unfortunately, I couldn't watch his session because I was uh, hounded by time today. But I would uh, we'll drop a link in the podcast, next to the podcast, so that people who are interested could also go, like, catch up with what he, he said. Because I'm pretty sure... Yeah. Uh, such, such technology, technology, as we indicated in the previous episode about Facebook's metaverse, these company deals in it's a fintech company, and then they, they deal in both physical and digital cash, like uh, cryptocurrencies and NFTs. And these shared universes, like the metaverse, has a lot of implications for the development of cryptos and NFTs. And I'm also guessing that since Nvidia is also in the space of neural networks and machine learning, as well as a digital universe. This is also going to be contribute to the further de development of uh, this the modern phenomena as we have it. So, guys, the link will be down in the description for the podcast, so you can check it out as well. And big ups to me for this. Um, yeah, I think the guys assist and uh, Mazuma are really doing a very yeah, they, good yeah, they're job doing a great job putting us on the map and all of that. All right, so um, that's basically it about the NVIDIA GTC 21, um, advancements in AI, neural networks, and other buzzwords that I don't remember. And then another Omniverse or another VR universe um, for us also. I guess we'll just wait and see what the future has to offer. All right, now let's move on to something more relatable than NVIDIA, which is Windows 11. So yeah, um, Windows 11 was released a couple of weeks ago, I think the final version. Um, there have been a couple of updates and patches um, that have been sent to it. I've been using it for some time. I think Salem has also been using it for some time. Yeah, now. updated to so it. So then the next segment, we are basically going to talk about the windows 11 um, changes right the visual changes the performance improvements some of the new features the features that we don't like the features that we like the features that we are excited about and then we'll just conclude like i mentioned earlier whether you should update or you should wait for some time all right salom so let's start with the visual differences what are some of the the, the, the new key changes with windows the, 11? the first thing you notice about the windows 11 is the ui let, let me let's start from right from the installation so there's a lot of differences with with how this pans out um as a respect to if uh, probably if you are updating to windows 11 you are obviously coming from windows 10 so at first, during the setup, after installation, you realize that Cortana pops up and tells you that things will, will be ready soon and blah, blah, blah. Now you get this exact same process in Windows 11, just that there's no Cortana. Cortana seems to be having omitted from the whole process. Right when the installation finishes and you get to the desktop or you get to the logon screen, you realize that the logon screen this time around, the, both the clock and the date are centered and no longer offsets like in Windows 10. And I think it's a little bit bland because there's no quick status information available there. But after you log in, you'll be sent straight to the start menu. Now, this is not something which appears in Windows 10. 
And if you are someone who's familiar with Windows history or has used several iterations of Windows, just like probably Kwamina and I have, just to brag a bit, I've been using Windows since like Windows 95. You would notice that this was a feature which was peculiar to Windows XP. After installing Windows XP, it takes you right to the start menu. And then the start menu, <laughs> Kwamina, do you remember in a few episodes back, me and I discussed the Windows 11 and then we talked about how it was funny that Microsoft said they were trying to sound deep by telling us that they want to place us at the center yeah, of their system. So they place the start I remember that menu <laughs> in the middle of the... I'm like, what What type of by force uh, uh, philosophy, philosophical speech about that? Yeah, I've actually moved it back to where it's supposed to be. Like, guys, let's be serious here. <laughs> Have you moved yours or yours is still in the center? Shall I move? That was the very first thing I did. I moved it to the left. Yeah, the center, center forward. <laughs> the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to put a stamp you know, at the center. It was just anarchy for me. I just switched yeah, back yeah, to the left yeah, I, I, where it belongs. In terms of the visuals, I've mixed reactions, but I'm more happy than like pissed because this is like pure eye candy everything has been redesigned the start icon no longer changes accents depending on your background now i realized in previous versions of windows the start icon changed accents depending on the background image you are using and the all program section is missing but apparently it's been moved to a button which you can click to um, bring up its own sub menu there's no there's no li live tiles I think one thing that, that is worth noting also is that the, the visual changes seem to favor um, touch inputs more. So it's more fluid. It looks like it's something that you can touch and you can move around. You know, as more and more screens are having their touch capability. Capability, um, yeah, But exactly. I think it is, you know, like very, very nice. It's 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 a good polish. Um, kind of looks more like, 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 like Mac though, but I guess that's because Mac is a very mature operating system and as operating oh, systems seem to be mature, they all tend to look like Apple anyway, so. <laughs> um, this guy, yeah. you know, I'm not <laughs> going to fight you right now over this statement. So let's, 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 let's go to the next thing. The, the corners of everything have been redesigned. Now everything is rounded. Even the notifications have been rounded. There is no, um, there are no square. Say goodbye to the square corners that you knew in previous iterations of Windows. And there are new themes, there are new animations. The animations for the maximize and the minimize windows are much more fluid and beautiful to look at. There was something I noticed about the taxi I didn't like. First thing was the fact that you cannot drag and drop onto a program in the taskbar. You can only dock the taskbar to the bottom. Oh, so now they've taken the ability to do it at, at the right or left or even the top. Yes, so say goodbye to initiating docking sequence. Cooper, what are you doing? Docking. Cars, you're ready to engage the docking mechanism. It's no longer available there. And I also hated the fact that with the system notification section in Windows 10, I could just select show all icons in the notifications um, tray. Over here, you can't do that. You have to individually specify which programs you want to see in the notifications tray. It was a little bit of a bummer for me because I just want to see everything. I don't want to have to be able to choose and cherry pick which shows and what doesn't show so that was um minus one for me they've also I think, redesigned I think the, speaking on the minuses 
Yeah, I think speaking on the minuses, I also don't really like how the the quick start buttons are displayed. So I think especially for the Wi-Fi, it kind of looks to me like I would need multiple, you know, clicks before I can get to the point where I can choose whether I want the Wi-Fi to be remembered or not. Previously, it used to be very straightforward. I just click on it, you know, once and then that's just once it. and then and that's I don't know whether it. I need to figure out a way to do it or it has been taken away for good, but I will report back on it. If there's a if there's a new change yeah and so there's like focus assist also if you click on the wi-fi button you notice a uh, focus assist now which is a new feature in windows 11 so it has to do with curating your notifications now with the calendar you notice that the clock no longer displays in the calendar it's just the day and that's it which is some way yeah i i i really like the clock and the second you know changing in the previous version of windows in the previous version yes i guess yeah so let's move away from our start button system tree let's come to our file explorer which is probably the first program you open you notice a total overhaul new icons new everything and depending on whether you're using light or dark mode you notice different uh you know you notice the different way in which, which the window is rendered and now let's look at the font so microsoft has made the default did, system font. did you notice any change in the font yes so the font in windows 11 is definitely different from the one in the windows 10. the default font in windows 11 is sego ui okay i i didn't think i noticed any difference maybe i i should i should check again well I didn't yeah, so, really notice any difference. Is yes. it very similar to the previous? Because I think it's really, really similar. It's not. It's actually not. If you put them side by side, you notice the difference. You notice that Sego UI is very, very, it's very, very, very um, conspicuous when you are on the login screen. You're on the login screen, you notice that the the font over there no longer looks feels looks or feels like what it used to be in Windows 10. If you're very observant. I'm not saying you are not observant, so I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I still I, I still find it very good because I, I can swear that in the in the UI I don't see any you know like font change. And I am I'm, I'm very keen on some of those things. I'm able to pick them out. So I'm very surprised that Yeah, I know. I remember I remember when Twitter changed the default font. Uh, so yes. I was like I was able to the moment I opened up, I noticed that, that the font was different. Yes. So I'm actually very surprised at this. Anyway, let's go on. Asada, you notice, you notice the same re design rehaul with the the settings like app. Everything has become much more easier to navigate now as opposed to what uh, was in the previous version of Windows. Now, one last thing which I would like to point out is that it now has a multiple desktops feature, which I don't think was there in Windows 10 which I actually love because this is something I miss from using Ubuntu. So if you're someone who has used any um, Linux-based OS or Ubuntu, you notice that Ubuntu has a workspace feature where you can have like so many apps open and then they'll be opening in a different desktop. But this is something which Mac users are also privy to. They experience it all the time. Now, I don't yeah. think there was, there was that equivalent on Windows yet. Maybe there was, I didn't notice, but over here it's much more prominent is much more out here in your face that you can notice that there is a multiple desktops feature and you can even select different wallpapers for each multiple desktop you create you can pan and uh, push your apps to each separate desktop so that you have your workspace quite quite clutter free 
over here for example i have like three apps open on my desktop right now i can choose to send each one to a different desktop and have be viewing only one at a time or i can even split the screen as well as kwamina stressed on early on it seems that this os was designed towards a more touch-centric ideology or philosophy or concept because everything feels and behaves as if it was go was made to be touched and not clicked yeah i think one one last visual change we can talk about is also the implementation of widgets windows vista introduced widgets back then which you, you, you could have you, which you could place on the side on the side very yeah. nicely but i don't think i remember a lot of those widgets from windows 10 In even Win though i think some of them were there like those sticky yeah. notes and the rest windows windows 11 they're quite good but people hated windows vista so yeah <laughs> yeah windows 11 brings the widgets back i think once you press the windows button and w you would see all of those widgets with the with weather you know stock trackers photos and then top stories from various um, major news aggregators so i think that basically kind of sums up for the visual changes we, we have widgets now we have a more splash of color you know rounded icons animations um, blast organized menus re-animations re and curves like you are saying um, and basically like a more beautiful and more appealing um interface all right so moving on to the features i think the first one we can talk about is a more prominent microsoft teams integration so you know, when I, I think when I finished the setup, I, I, I was told to sign into Microsoft Teams and it's in, the, it's in the task, you know, bar. It's also in the action area. And so it's basically asking you that, hey, sign into it, sign into it, sign into it, and make sure that you are talking to all your friends <laughs> um, from, from that side. Yeah. Um, I think there are also talks of a better integration with Android apps. So Android apps are coming to Windows 11. Windows 11, um, yes. It will primarily I'm, be... I'm not surprised. Looking at what Windows, the Windows Duo yes. uh, foldable, which yes, was yes, 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 announced yes, yes, some time yes. back. Yes, so um, Windows Windows is going to be supporting Android apps um, very soon. It will be via the um, Amazon store and it will be accessible from within the, the, Microsoft the new store. Microsoft store, yeah. which has also seen some visual updates, um, I should mention. But yeah, I think it is nice noting that Nokia, you know, kept with their Symbian and then decided to move to the Windows mobile OS and we all know how that story ended and so <laughs> it's good to know that microsoft themselves have decided to retire the windows uh, mobile knowing that it, it can't really compete with ios or android and are now embracing android um even more just so that people will have a reason to buy a windows laptop um, versus like a macbook for, for example so i think that's also um something that is worth mentioning are there any new features that you um you are, you observed salam so i think I've, I've probably touched on most of the new features now and most of the new features they included in the os were more visual than anything else you, right. you fail to say you fail to touch on the fact that because microsoft teams was now integrated skype no longer comes bundled with windows 11. ah right yes so you have I to think install since it um covid yeah yes. i think 
I think since COVID started, Microsoft started placing more emphasis on Teams versus Skype. And I think that even in companies that use um, Skype for, for business, which was previously Link, um, it is being deprecated and replaced with Microsoft Teams. So yeah, I am not surprised that for the consumer version, Microsoft Teams is more prevalent. Now, not just Skype, but also Microsoft uh, Internet Explorer. It's nowhere to be oh, found. Oh yeah, RIP. Yeah, completely <laughs> RIP. <laughs> yeah, Edge. Yeah, Edge yeah. with Chromium. I mean, I, I I must say I use that more than Google Chrome, um, which is you know crazy. So now Microsoft has come a long way from the Internet Explorer days where we used to make so much fun of it. Um, Edge is now you know very smooth. Um, very easy to use. You can synchronize with your mobile devices. There are always little nudges when you are using other browsers and you are trying to use Google search as your default. So yeah, I think um, Microsoft is trying to push more of their services and giving you a couple of reasons why you should do that. So I guess since Microsoft um, Internet Explorer is nowhere to be found, <laughs> a moment of silence is... Um, a moment of silence. <laughs> it's in order. <laughs> May it rest in peace. All right. All right. Okay. So, Kwamina, we, we talked about all the visual candy, but what about the actual uh, performance for uh, Windows right. 11? Uh, in in my case, I noticed that all my drivers and everything, my, uh, I'm using an HP Omen, and I noticed that all my drivers from graphics card to touchpad, uh, display, audio everything still worked as fine as it did in the previous iteration of uh, windows like even though i have not updated to any window dedicated windows 11 drivers i think it is similar for me um, but i needed to update some um drivers before my wi-fi started working like very cor correctly i remember what? that um if i leave my my laptop for some time the wi-fi was disconnecting after i resume but after updating i think there was a wi-fi update and then there was also a sound driver update as well but yeah those were very seamless and i managed to get back on track easily get back on track so i think we can assume that the architecture in these two OSs are pretty much similar if not the same yeah. with just the visual uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm being tempted to think that it's just windows 10 with a changed housing they just changed the case paint, paint job eh? yeah <laughs> like the way you've been changing cases for your speaking iphone of, and it, <laughs> it looks different all the time <laughs> yeah speaking of paint let me let me check if paint is still in windows 11 okay yes it is still here <laughs> it has also received a paint job but it is still here we're going to merge it with another microsoft app i think paint 3d or so i'm not too sure about that but they're going to be retiring some of their legacy services with preference for new apps and also another bit on the performance so there's no 32-bit version of windows 11. if you if you don't uh, yeah. have an that's old uh x64 based processor i'm sorry you can't use this uh, os still on the performance now there's a list of system requirements which microsoft put out for people hoping to up update to windows 11 
one gigahertz processor which is quite commonplace i don't think there's a processor out there these days which is not faster than one gigahertz four gigabytes of ram which i think almost literally every laptop or desktop should have these days and 64 gigabytes of available storage for installation and as with windows 10 your machine should be secure boot capable or have uefi now the part about it the windows 11 requirements which are going to be quite problematic for a lot of people is the trusted platform module or tpm version 2.0 which is not available on every laptop actually what i know is that most laptops and desktops manufactured after 2015 have this enabled but it's not a feature you see unless you go into your machines like your your machines bios in my okay, case so how do you how do you make sure that your machine is tpm version 2 <laughs> you can't make sure you can only find out if you download the windows 11 install tool or you go to your windows 8 update settings in windows 10 there's a checklist over there and if your laptop or desktop doesn't have tpm enabled on it they'll notify you in my case my laptop was tpm 2.0 capable but it had been disabled so i had to go to hp's website and go and check out some support documents on how to enable this which redirected me to the laptop's bios which i went to hidden setting and I enabled it from the bios before coming back to windows 10 so it's you're going down a rabbit hole of chasing requirements and this might not be oh, I see. very appealing for people who are not tech savvy there's some people who just want to have a seamless installation experience without having to look over a checklist or read the fine print i didn't have the same experience on my dell xps so i really hope that many people are also not going to have to enable tpm 2.0 before they can progress but hopefully just as salon managed to find the document on the hp website i don't think it should be very you know complex or very difficult for you to very difficult to do, do yeah. if you really want it yes so that that's, that's the next question do people really want this what do you think because i think i am very happy with the changes that i see so yeah obviously i am a light user i i, I don't use any heavy you know apps on my laptop just word processing excel some powerpoint um obviously this recording and watching youtube videos and a couple of other stuff i'm very happy with the visual changes and um, I, I don't think i've noticed any difference in performance of course because i'm doing very light work um here so for me i would personally advise people to update to the latest version um, just to enjoy that i'm also looking forward to the android support being enabled um i think in a in in an in an update coming soon um, just so that i can go back to some of my favorites and android apps that i miss um like series guide for example um and a couple of other apps that i think i even wrote about some um on the old afd tech talk um articles available on our website so yeah for me i would definitely say yes and you should update what do you think are, are you going to say yes no 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 i want to say yes this is going to be a pure no for me based on the right. fact <laughs> I, I don't think they did they really did any internal you know and, and beneath the hood i don't think there's been any real work done over here to me this is just windows 10 in makeup with gloss and blurs and animations fancy stuff going on I, I don't think people who are on windows 10 are really missing out i mean if you're not someone who is in for the visuals you are you are you just need a machine to work with you are okay with windows 10 
The other thing is the TPM requirement. I don't have any idea why that is there, but it's going to be a problem for a lot of laptops. And you can choose to ignore the TPM requirements and download the ISO image from the internet and create your own bootable and install, which is, I don't know. Now, let me ignore that. The second reason why I'll say a no is typically, as this is a new OS, I'm expecting to see a lot of bugs from user to user, which have not yet to be squashed, which are yet to be reported. I would recommend that people look forward to, let's say, installing a later build of Windows, which has been perfected and some of the features will be worked. Speaking about features, Previous versions of Windows received, received two feature updates each year. Now, Microsoft says Windows 11 is going to receive only one feature update every year. If you are someone who loves updates, someone who loves to see something new being reworked in your OS, you're not going to be happy. Now, the last one is a silly reason. Now, when I shut the machine down, the shutdown screen is blank. Previously, it was colored. Am I being too fussy over here? Maybe, maybe not. But I love to see a colored <laughs> shutdown screen. Right now, something just blank with the words shut down in Sego UI, staring right at you while the machine goes off. Looking at the direction in which Microsoft was going with trying to throw in some visual candid, I expect some work should have been done in that department. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the board... Yeah, I think so too, because it's a it's a sharp, you know, contrast to what to, to what they are doing. And also, especially given that... Yeah, it's a bit anticlimactic that you turn on your... Your computer and it's colorful and by the time you're turning it off everything is like this bland and black it's like the ui designer was doing this work and then and when he got to that part he was like Charlie, i'm tired i won't continue <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they don't want you to keep seeing that screen so that you can always keep your machine turned on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so for me although i said no you can go ahead and install it if you want the new experience of an overhauled visual ui what not you want to see something new on your laptop you can go ahead windows 11 is fancy to look at it's real fancy to look at my favorite feature so far is the multiple desktops which i'll definitely be using because i'm always running like a lot of apps in different um a lot of apps or different instances of the same app so this is going to be handy for me what about you i i think i think my favorite feature <laughs> i don't even know whether i should say it's a feature but because i'm a light user i'm just okay with the interface you know it's a nice modern interface um which is pleasing and and makes me want to use it more okay i'm even thinking of moving to mac so i i i don't know whether <laughs> this is going to keep me you know fascinated so to speak for some time and i will delay that transition but let's see let's see what what time does let's, let's see what time does so long story short i think you should update to windows 11. salem doesn't think you should um, we have spoken about the new features the visual changes the performance improvements and then we've also spoken about the nvidia gtc events um, our takeaways from it and some of the things that transpired please go listen to neo size um, you know talk during the gtc we are going to leave the link below as salon mentioned earlier and reach out to us if you have any comments or questions or suggestions um, we are on social media instagram and twitter at afd tech talk 
and yeah so just shoot, shoot us a dm tweet at us we are more than happy to engage you so until next time we are out of here peace peace